911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, a cause of death is listed as homicide. Take two. That sounds like the, <laughs> that was the, so much better than last time. Oh, I forget this is take two. I was just gonna say that whole windstorm <laughs> sounds like parts of the world right now. Right? Hold no, on. this is take two. We did have technical difficulties yesterday when we tried to record, but they yeah. weren't our technical difficulties. April did everything right. So That's right, bitches. I did. Boom. I set this whole thing up myself and I was like, motherfuckers, I know I did it right. Turns out Jimmy's computer needed to be updated. Yeah, it turns out it was the computer's fault. And I was like, oh, that's a first in my life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I cannot be blamed for that one. <laughs> I literally can be blamed for everything else. Hey. So. It's fine. He's fine. Anyways. Don't um, you dare. <laughs> we're probably, we were just, me and Jimmy were just talking about today about moving this back in the garage. So we should be good here soon. Oh, it's yes. Not, it's good temperatures. Yeah. Welcome no to more. fall. Wasn't the first day of fall the other day? Yes. Just kidding. I say it like and that. And in honor of that, <laughs> I, I got myself a pumpkin drink and I made pumpkin zucchini bread and pumpkin chocolate chip zucchini bread. And it was delicious. I know. I left that at your house, by the way. Oh, I took like you? three bites of it and then left it on the counter. Oh, that it was sucks. freaking delicious. Somebody else probably ate it. They're like, we don't I care. Mean, there's still a little bit left, but I'm like, I have way more zucchini too. So, I did you grow zucchini, or you just bought them? No, my in-laws have some zucchinis oh. growing in their yard garden, and they brought me this huge one. And I was like, I just like looked at it, and I was like, I should shred that, and I should just fucking do it now. So I did. I walked out to the kitchen and I just did it right then. And the next thing you know, I was making pumpkin bread. And That's what I tell myself all the time. I'm like, just put the laundry away. It would literally take you less than 10 minutes. Sometimes it works and I do it and it is really fast and then it's done. Other times it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm still like retraining my brain right now. Yeah, that's true. You had to like think about it. You had I to like 180 it, and then now you're back another 180. Yeah, and trying to figure out, and I'm trying to find a good routine and... I mean, so. you can still use the excuse that, well, I did have cancer. I actually, you know. I did. I and, do. <laughs> and so I'm just trying Technically, to get I am back still a cancer pe- cancer to normal patient. life. And you can, you know, that's an excuse you can use. <laughs> right. It's not a fucking excuse is what I'm getting at. Things, but I'm just saying. I'm trying really hard to like be productive a lot and I struggle. Well, you don't really. I Sometimes mean, I, I'm just fucking so tired. Like well, I today, say, I literally like laid productive. in bed until almost one o'clock. So that's good. I got up for like 10 minutes and semi ate some breakfast that was made for me, but it was like too fucking early. I had been asleep. I just fucking was just chance was like, I had to make sure you're still breathing. <laughs> oh, no. Bless he made some soul. joke about how I wasn't alive. And he was going to leave me there till the next morning after the kids went to school so that he didn't have to tell them I was dead. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> or some shit like that. Way to be more. I was like, oh, really? That's how it is, huh? So, oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't done that in a minute. 
my bad. I'm so sorry. No. I don't think it was that loud. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a right? jerk. Well, that could lead into what the story that you want to tell, a little story you want to tell today. Oh, my God. I have so many things. The I have one lots you, of mini stories to no, tell I know. That's basically what I'm doing. I'm What's, crunching some fun things into this episode because that's what I do best. Um, but you need to tell me the one you did yesterday. Oh, my God. Like it wasn't even one I did yesterday. Or the one it you was, showed me. I can, I can tell you guys this story in about three minutes. So, um I saw a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, well, duh. About this dude who just got divorced. So he's kind of sleeping around and he's seeing, playing the field, whatever. Do you? And he's seeing two women, Carrie and Liz. And one time they ran into each other at Dave's house. His name was Dave. Um, later that day, Carrie's like, we should move in. And he's like, no, thank you. And she's like, never talk to me again. And he's like, cool. Well, then all of a sudden it seems that Carrie is stalking Liz and Dave over the course of three years. Um, she will text them. One day Liz's house burned down. All her pets died inside. Um, totally crazy. These two are bonding over the fact that his crazy ex is stalking them. Yep. Normal, normal story. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, said crazy ex does happen to be bipolar so that probably doesn't help the situation when people start to go this is really weird where is she we haven't actually seen her in person we've just gotten texts um so now there's like a missing persons case there's a stalking case they're linked two detectives are like okay well i'm gonna prove like she's how does this person stalk you if technically there's a missing exactly there's her. things there's yeah. things yeah. so one dude's like i'm gonna say she's alive and i'm gonna prove you're right and you're going to say she's dead and you're going to try and prove me right. Yeah. And we're going to draw some conclusions and we're going to try and figure out what's going on. Then all of a sudden Liz shows up and she's like, hey, I don't really think it's Carrie who's like stalking us. I think it's Dave's other ex-girlfriend, the mother of his child. Yeah. Um, Dave also used to have a gun. The gun is now missing. Weird. Right. Well, so why now did they're she looking even into, go into the police department? But she's looking into this. Uh, but they look into this other girl too. Like they're wasting resources. Yeah. Like they they're look trying into to the find other this ex. other girl. They can't really prove that she's dead, but they also cannot prove that she is alive. So they try and talk to Dave. They ask Liz if they can go through her phone, and she's like, "Yeah, sure," because she's an idiot. Um, <laughs> they now that are. now they're going, why does she have thirty emails? accounts? Why or, yeah, does she like, have pictures of her car? Why does she have this pictures of? Well, then they talked to Dave car. and they were like, hey, we're sus, we're sus. And he's like, no. And then they kind of convince him that, you know, some things are going on. And she, he's like, well, she left a tablet at my house once. Well, they go to look at this tablet. SD card's been deleted, but they recover the photos. Inside these photos is an actual picture of Carrie's dead body. Turns out Liz has spent the last three years investigators said that she literally had to put like 40 hours a week into the fact of making it look of like being Carrie of being and stalker Carrie yeah. and harassing herself and Dave. But that also means that you guys, she set her own house on fire. This bitch killed her own pets. Well, and, and she'd have to pretend to be in the relationship with Dave too at the same time. Like, well, she her has multiple personality oh disorder. Oh my God. Obviously. Could you like just imagine kidding. trying she just, to keep your shit she straight? She has what you call sociopathic disorder. 
Yeah, that shit is crazy. All so the like, things. What was it? Like over 15,000 emails? Over 15,000 emails. And there's so many over texts. 50,000 texts. She would send herself a. Yeah. Making it look nuts. like Carrie was stalking her. And Carrie was dead the whole time. And then she even blamed the other ex for a little bit. <laughs> um, I saved the video. If you are interested in seeing it, you can go ahead and like find me on socials and I'll send it to you. It's on TikTok. It's crazy. Uh, I showed April like we were trying to I was going to be like, hey, I want to show you something so we can talk about it a little bit. And I like blew her fucking mind. And then we had yeah. technical difficulties. So it did not work out well. Listen, y'all, I, you know, criminals and sociopaths and all that. Are At like first all the she same. was like, they're Dude, all the this same. bitch is crazy. And then all of a sudden she was like, what the fuck and you know it's kind of a thing it's it was funny because i thought the one was crazy and then i was like oh my god that's a whole other no <laughs> that's other a whole level, level of crazy that's a couple levels of crazy especially like, being they said the one 40 that, like, hours a week invested well, into being able to make it look like they were being stopped it wasn't like there's been stories of like the couple killing the love triangle right and then maybe they they come up with some things to make it look like that person's stalking but like they do it together right it's like a plan this bitch having to doing this all by herself and having to live and do all this that is you are my friend are not a human being you are like some form of alien on this planet because like how is that even fathomable right the time the effort the emotions like even, how the fuck and you even killed that's a person a full-time job bitch on I mean, top of a job I, and I, being in a relationship when did she sleep? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they don't sleep. They have insomnia. Sociopaths have insomnia. Like, for real. <laughs> like, if you look it up, they don't Listen. sleep. Mental health. Well, a lot of mental health disorders. There's a, that's the if whole thing I is you don't sleep. <laughs> a couple of days without, like, decent sleep. I mean, if the you people in my life would know this. They would oh, yeah. see this. Sleep is my thing. They would be like, what the fuck I, is wrong sense. with you? You know, I would murder if I didn't get sleep. So it makes sense. <laughs> like all the serial killers you've listened to, they like go I'm out at like, night, oh right? They tell their wives that like, oh, they have two jobs and they're going out at night to go do this. And they're going out at night and killing a bunch of girls. And then they come home and they wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., like the family. And they're like, oh, I'm going to my regular day job. And I'm like, I have always thought that I'm like, so you either don't get any sleep or you grab like an hour or two here and there. I mean, I'm not saying they kill every single day of their life, but there's some out there that I'm like, I when they're on the read, prowl, I'm like, they do not sleep because it's a fucking high. I did read a couple of articles. Um, high as a When kite. I worked for a doctor, you know, obviously you get lots of medical magazines. And I did read a couple articles where they say your brain functions better if you were to sleep two four hour chunks rather than eight hours straight. Your brain would Maybe. function better, better, but I honestly think your body needs the eight hours more than. Oh, absolutely! My body repairs. That's the only time your body repairs. That's the time your body detoxes the most, repairs itself. Like if you, you know, any workout or whatever needs to be done. Like, and that's why they say to get eight to nine hours in a dark, cold room. Like that's, and then, you know, you get sunlight first in the morning, but. It's exhausting. Anyways, but no, I, I'm a big sleeper. Like, but I have always thought that's interesting on some places. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, all these people. I'm just like, when did they sleep during their rampage? Like, they wouldn't go to sleep for like four days. Lay down. It's fine. 
He's trying to lay down. My dog's trying to get the drink. Lay down. He's not going. If you pet him, it's over. Lay down. I'm telling you. Good boy. Lay down. Now that's what you're going to keep saying for your next rest of the podcast. I'm going to go tell Jimmy on you. I'm going to be a good boy. Thank you. Anyways. um, Okay. So that's a fun little little snippet out of our episode today. Yes. That one's crazy. That is some crazy shit. Right. And then in honor of my trip to Alaska, which was amazing, by the way. Um, I was in a gift shop and I found a book that was written by a local author who like straight up interviewed cops to talk about these stories. Um, they're kind of old school back in the fifties. Listen, I can't imagine living in some of those places back in the fifties. It's crazy because you know what? I don't think I it's know. It's like a whole set different time. I don't I think I know a lot about murders and stuff going on back then. Well, I mean, there's like, because I think even the Candyman and stuff, like I think everybody was like late 60s, early 70s. Maybe some of them were early 60s, but like those most infamous killers were all 70s, 80s into the early 90s. Like I don't think well, I even know. Some of these know. are from like the 60s. Um, some of these went into the 70s. I think I've only read nine- like a couple of them so far. Was H.H. Holmes, Holmes the 1920s or was he like the 1890s or something? Oh, why do you gotta ask me a question? Well, no, I know. I'm right just now. saying, like, I think there was more, inf- like, a couple from, like, the 19, 19- like, earlys on, but it's funny that you say that because I actually don't think I know anybody from, like, or what was going on during those times. I mean, maybe Jack the Ripper was, like, during something like that. But anywho, it is kind of crazy that most of the things I know about are like 70s and on. 1891 and 1894. Okay, he was like, the, that's what I thought. And then I thought there was, there's somebody infamous in the 1920s, but, but like, like there wasn't a lot of them, right? In a whole different aspect, though. Yeah. There was like one case. But this is all Alaska, I guess, so I didn't, you know. Well, do you know what made things back then so difficult? Being so distant distant from the rest of the united states well it makes it difficult now i'm so sure there i was, mean i know they well, have like no it's like different because like um let's see so like did they have people living out like communities living out in alaska so there was a guy elmer hobb we're going to talk about him for a second um 1966 is so basically we're talking like the 60s early okay. 70s is when this case went All on. Right. um there was a missing woman he said, you know, oh, she took off. She left me. Here's a letter. She left me. Um, she went down to like Montana or California or some stupid shit. But the department didn't have the budget for the detective to make the long distance calls to the lower 48 to confirm things. Oh, yeah, and that makes sense. There's probably a lot of that stuff. And there are some parts of Alaska that are very, like, Juneau. Did you know that Juneau, the capital of Alaska, Mm -hmm. was the first and only state capital that didn't have a main highway to it when it was created and, like, founded and began? I would believe it. The only way to get to Juneau is, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a highway now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think there's, yeah. But the main ways into Juneau are plane and boat. Yeah, that makes sense. Catch a can. Plane, boat. Yeah. There's roads, but like, yeah. I mean, and fucking Ketchikan. Ketchikan's my favorite. That was my favorite stop. It's a cute little town where they literally, did I show you these? Throw houses. Just, they they just built houses on top of rocks. 
Oh, well, I'm sure that's all. That's like, I mean, think about Greece. Think about like this all house these used places. the rock that they built it on and carved out stairs. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's I see. That's how it should be. Like instead of ripping out nature, I feel like we should just try to build into it. <laughs> And then maybe it'll all work out together. <laughs> like, just they're kidding. like, oh, this rock's in the way. We're not going to move it. We're just going to build on top of it. Yeah. It's the cutest little quaint town. There are these, they call them streets everywhere. Uh, they're actually like just wooden walking. They're like wooden stairs. But like, you can just pretty much walk everywhere. Yeah. Like, all these, most, some of these are on my other camera. That's the problem. Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy to think that other places don't like like that you don't have to have like motor transportation in order to get places. There's these like wooden stairways that oh, run cute. through the course of the city yeah. and they're called they have names and such so and they're called of, streets. But like, yeah, because you just walk around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's because awesome. everything's built on rock and but, they built around it. And so it's, it's desolate out there. And if they're even in the back then, you probably didn't have a lot of people that lived in Alaska. Oh my God, no. The Eskimos yeah. were fucking brilliant though. Cause like building on top of rock like that, it's the most beautiful fucking place ever. I love it there. I mean, Alaska's pretty. Somebody tried to set the entire Is there a lot of natives still in Alaska, you think? Listen. I don't think there is. Maybe in some parts, but I think in the main parts because it became such a place where yes, people went to work parts. on the oil fields and those places have probably been overran over all these years. In some parts, yes. Then, yeah. Because you hear some stories. I mean, you hear crime but stories or you hear some other stories too. But Mostly on this one, I was like... So what did this guy do though? Sorry. Spots. We okay, like got so off track. No, you're fine. So in Ketchikan... Okay. Entire building a city is built on okay, port yes. piers and stuff like this and on these stairs. Yeah. Um, and there was a volunteer firefighter whose parents owned the Ben Franklin. Is that a how like a bed and breakfast? No, like you know, like Ben Ace, Ben Franklin. The store. Oh, I didn't know that was a store. It used to be on Bluff Street, yo. You're the second fucking person this week who doesn't realize that the I have ace been here on Bluff also used to be an ace Ben Franklin. Listen, I've only been here for not even five years. How the fuck it would I It wasn't know? that long ago. I, no, it had to have been. Because I, I don't know. Maybe. I've never seen. I've never. I don't even know what you're. I don't even know on Bluff. I don't, I don't think I have Across any fucking clue. Across the street from Smith. Oh. Yeah, that's always been a hearse since I've been here. It used to be a hearse Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Why the fuck do they have like a president name or whatever? <laughs> it was like you could get like fabric and shit there. I don't think Ben Franklin was our president. He was just the inventor dude, but whatever. Anyways, that's interesting. No, I didn't know that. Anyways, keep going. I don't know if anybody else, but okay. So his parents owned this place. He is a volunteer firefighter. He was trying to set the city of Ketchikan on fire. He would use candles and crumpled up pieces of paper and he would light the candle and then that would give him enough time to get away. And he would light these down. stairs on fire? I, these he streets. was setting buildings oh, on okay. fire and it was just a whole ass thing for like 10 years they were trying to find him, oh, figure geez. out who it was. Did he Every time they tried to polygraph him, he suddenly would take ill or he would have to leave town. And like for a hot minute, they knew it was him. Well, yeah. And then I he, mean, I, we all knew that it was Gacy for a long time. They just so had to was, follow him around. He was on trial. <laughs> this is what blew my mind about this case is. So he was on trial 
And now remember, people, this is all pre-9-11. So things, flying used to be a lot different. Like, I remember oh, my mom used to walk could, me like, to the gate anywhere. at the airport. That's oh. not a thing anymore. You oh, have to yeah. get a special pass for that now. No, you could literally walk into an airport and walk <laughs> onto a plane. I for years, And as, as long as kid, you didn't write a check, you didn't need an ID. Yeah, as a kid, I remember going so a few times. And then I didn't go for like 15 years, which is weird. And then it was after all of that. But I, mem- I remember it being so simple. And like you could be there 20 minutes before you needed to get on a plane. Right. So, so anyways, the city of Ketchikan, they I mean, they don't have enough money for a permanent fire department. They have all these volunteers yeah. yep. for years. They're trying to figure out who the hell this fire bug is. I think That's that happens down here, right? Isn't Santa Clara or one of these? I think they're only a volunteer. couple of our fire stations are volunteers. Yeah. Some are fully manned. Yeah. Um. So they. They work the investigation. They figure out who it is. They put this man. He's like on. He's going to go to trial. They're like waiting for the whatever the date. He's been arrested. He's out on bond. He goes to trial soon. In the meantime, he is staying in California. They're cool with that. That's where he's supposed to be. Then all of a sudden at a 4th of July celebration, there is another fire. This man flew to Ketchikan dressed as a woman using mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. fake name mm. to fly there dressed as a woman used a fake name to fly home all to try and pretend like never mind it wasn't me i didn't confess and clearly when i was in california somebody else set the fires they figured it out they figured it out he was only sentenced to jail for 10 years Probably because he didn't kill anybody, right? It was just all just fire. Like the fires didn't cause any deaths. No, no deaths. Arson. Yeah, that's why. Lots of arson charges is what he got. Yeah, I've been slowly realizing that if you don't basically kill a person, charges aren't really much of much. I mean, sometimes like you can get a DUI sometimes and they make it look like you murdered somebody. Like they, they treat you like you murdered a family. But then sometimes you could do that and it's not. I'm just kidding. But I think about that with maybe we'll do an episode two coming up about the whole like the case down here because we haven't talked about it at all but i was like you know because we were gonna wait and then everything came up even with me so like, yeah which we, we are were not expecting you but will it hear- makes me laugh because their charges aren't technically like there was no deaths there was no any yeah, of this just- and that and so it's funny how different everything gets treated and how it's true if you look at the charges if they don't really involve like a death for the most part, unless there's a little bit of a different agenda, you don't really like they're not really they're like, oh, cool. Like, even though if it might be a national case for a minute, like it's crazy that which we'll talk about at one point. But like even this, like you don't hear anything because nothing's going on right now because it's not really a, like I feel like it's not a precedent. It's not one that's like even though it's national, it's not like I said, it's not a murder trial. It's not a death. It's not anything or anything like that. Or it's not a death investigation. So it's not really like talked about that much i think or people just kind of like meh you know because our charges too also aren't going to get them very much i'm like it's crazy to me that so with the arson case because right. he didn't kill anybody he didn't get a chance to possibly have life or life with you know it's he just gets basically setting fires which is kind of crazy that he it's served like, his time it's almost like you have to murder somebody for know, it to be he never super set another fire. yeah because like think about it all all charges that are like some sort of sexual offense or like you know a certain age of things and stuff like that or if they're like violent offenses it's like yeah hello normal people like us would be like well those people are the ones that should serve the time but they just really it's like well if they murder somebody okay we got to make sure we keep them in there that's just the law but it's like 
you know, for the most part, I'm like, it's kind of sad how things aren't really taken too serious or maybe they're just not, they just don't get like, I mean, 10 years is a long time, but sometimes you're like, yeah, but you did it for over how many years? He did it over 10 years, right? Like that he set things on fire. Yeah, like 12 you know what years I mean? total. Is so I'm almost like being. that or how much damage. I mean, maybe they get sued and they have to pay back all this money too. And then like their lives are technically just like fucked over, you know, even if they get out. But I do find it crazy that... They they wouldn't get life for doing that for so long. Fucking Christ scared the shit out of me. Oh, um. I'm just happy he's putting his bowl in the sink. <laughs> 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 so, but yeah, no, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I'm like, it seems like if it's not a certain charge or it's not a certain crime that may have occurred, just doesn't really get that much you know what I mean people are just like oh okay yeah we'll see how this goes but I don't know I could be wrong there's some right? cases that get more attention for other reasons that don't even involve really the charges or the act it's like oh they're part of this church or they're this or they're that right but we'll see um, um another one I read was it took place in Anchorage uh, this is one where I realized that even back then the justice justice system was completely and I'm looking for the right year. Um, so this was early 60s. Oh, yeah. I just saw one year and I just yeah. stepped on it. No, and that's perfect. So this was like early 60s. Uh, lady goes into the dentist to have some dental work done. Interesting. Husband's a supposed dentist. to come pick her up. And yeah. he's an oral surgeon. Kay. She's having some work done. Husband drops her off. He's supposed to pick her up in like three hours gonna be fine grand day he goes home takes care of the kids wonders why his wife hasn't called him did shows you say up to a the grand t- fine day yeah it's supposed to be a grand <laughs> day <laughs> i'm like what the fuck dental work <laughs> he's gonna take care of the kids while wife's getting dental work done he shows up to pick up his wife and then they just calmly come out and nonchalantly tell him that her heart stopped in the middle of the procedure I feel like I don't know if I knew this was an Alaska one because this might have happened a few other times, but I've heard Kay. these horror stories of like so the, and they like blame it on anesthesia <laughs> and or he's like, like the, what the fuck like they right? take first yeah. set or something they're like oh they must have had an allergic reaction and he's just like wait what the fuck and he's like yep and then the dentist went to working on his nut- teeth other patients well um, the next morning a maintenance man from the dental office like the building that the dental office is in. Yeah. Walks into the DA's office, basically, and says, this woman is not the first person to die in this dentist's chair. Mm. Um, Over the course of the investigation, they have found, like, there are six women. Now, only, he's only initially charged with two. What's crazy is wouldn't that show up? I mean, you wonder, they what, described, you wonder what's going on on death certificates and like that kind of stuff. Like, I'm sure they're not totally investigated, but you're at a dentist's office. And if a woman had a heart attack, wouldn't 911 have been called at some point? Like, wouldn't okay, there be well, people first aware off, of shit? back in the 60s? Yeah, that's true. Now, but people wouldn't listen. be like, oh, this has happened six well, times. This here, is but. what happened. So the office is in the same building as a physician's office. Yeah. So they go through and actually described how the doctor described how this woman died. Like her lips were turning blue. So I turned up her oxygen. She, they stopped turning blue. Da, 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 went back to work. Apparently in these types of procedures, there's supposed to be two doctors, the anesthesiologist, the dentist. Yeah. Anesthesiologist constantly keeps an eye on the patient. Dentist does the That's work. That's how it is now. Yeah. 
Um, this doctor preferred to do both. Oh, okay. So basically, from the sounds of it, her heart kept stopping. She kept losing oxygen. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, turning up her oxygen is not helping. So they gave her a shot of adrenaline. They're trying to massage her heart. And they basically put her in a cardiac arrest. He tries to bring her back up yeah. himself for what appears to be like 10, 15 minutes. He gets the receptionist to go get the doctor who's in the office. Oh, yeah. And he goes and straight up asks the dentist, I fucking died when I read this. Um, which is better for your practice, to put her in an ambulance or pronounce her dead here? And the doctor looked at him and said, she died here. So the doctor pronounced her dead at 147, closed her eyelids, and um, he went back to his office, and the dentist met with her husband, told her she was dead, and then went back to work working on other people's teeth. And then I don't know how it worked back then. Did somebody just come pick up a body? It's not like police or anything. Um, it didn't really go into it. No, but, but I wonder in the 60s. Like, I so, wonder if they just had, like, the corner, like, the mortuary places do the same shit. They charge him. Yeah. Um, They've got two charges of negligent homicide okay. is what they've brought against him. Yeah. Five weeks into the trial, he takes a plea deal. Where the negligent homicide charges are dropped. And he literally pled guilty. No contest. No contest. No That's contest. what it was. Yep. To two counts of assault and battery. Of course she did. Because that's still considered I mean, and that. if you're a criminal and you have negligent homicide charges and they are willing to give you a deal <laughs> yeah, to assault, assault fucking take the deal. That's assault. a great deal. I wonder how he got away with that because they probably couldn't prove much more besides um, that guy coming forward. He was ordered to also surrender his license to practice in Alaska. Well, I wonder if they would have done autopsies. They probably would have seen the anesthesia They did. They looked at her heart and off. they said she should have been fine. No, I know. But her, uh, her level of the drug of the anesthetic would have been really high. Because what happens is he gives her too much anesthesia and she starts going into, she starts yeah. slowing her breathing. He gives her more oxygen, probably lower, uh, lowers the dose of the IV flow of the medicine. And then she's doing fine. They get, they get off on that shit, right? It's like those ones that like bring their victims back to like the ones that will like strangle their victims, but they don't like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that same thing. Like you hear about nurses in hospitals or other people that have done like medical deaths. Okay. Where they like want it. They go this back and forth. This is what pissed me off. It's though. so creepy. This is what pissed me off, and I'm going to read this part for you because this is why I was like, the reason I was so mad like, and realized the justice system is fucked up, especially because so they, they found that he was like, this girl was the fifth patient to die. He was no, only yeah. charged with two deaths, right? Yeah, and they probably couldn't prove much. But, but the first patient to die in his chair was a three-year-old child. Oh, so it's not women. The second was a six-year-old mentally retarded patient um, the third was a 30 year old woman. Uh, the fourth was another woman, but it didn't say how old she was. And then there was Jennifer who was only 20. It's like the nurses who kill. But it's there were also several other patients, patients who were rewarded being sick. Now he, in the end he did up losing his license to practice. It took like six fucking years for it to happen, but like to have his license completely revoked. Yeah. It took like six years. You know, it's funny. Well, again, we will talk about this in another case. But part of that whole thing is 
one of the person was asked to basically give up her license. It was like af- even after everything that has come out now, they still couldn't just take it a fucking away from her. She and had that blows to, my mind. She had to be the one to step away from it and like do whatever it's called. And I'm like, the fuck? I don't care if you haven't even been found quote unquote guilty. Like as soon as some charges come into life or all like it was already on suspension, like what the fuck? That like that person has to be the one to give it up. I feel like if your they license is on, if your license. license is suspended and you do something further to fuck that up, uh, you should lose your license. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. Like, again, we'll talk about all that because we can consolidate all of it. But yeah, crazy shit sometimes. And I'm like, wait, what? What happened? I took what? We were just talking about the other day, me and Jimmy, because we've always talked about that, right? Like how people are beyond death row. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah, they're in solitary confinement, but they nobody dies on death row anymore. No, you're just there for 40, 50 years. And it costs us like a billion dollars to keep you in there. And compared to like the million it costs to well, keep regular know, like, America convicts. is like one of the harshest countries as far as like prison punishments goes. Like most other well, countries can feel that you can be rehabilitated after 10 years. I mean, jail. maybe there's also countries where it's just like a bunch of gang members that live there. And then that's what they do. Like the gang yeah. members just live there. Like right. that's like Mexico and Colombia and shit like that. <laughs> But no, 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 we, we, there's definitely some like maximum security. There's still like kind of chain gang style places where they put you to work and stuff. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> it's just funny, but yeah, no, that's, oh, I was going to tell you, oh, you remind me when you said anesthesiologists and patients, it oh, wasn't goodness. that long ago. This one's bad, but a doctor was being charged with sexual assault because he was an anesthesiologist and he would be like, most of the time it was women having, I think if I remember right, it was women having like C-sections and stuff. So they'd have the drape up or whatever. And he was sticking his penis in their mouths while they were, <coughs> while he had knocked them out and while they were having <coughs> procedures done. Where was the rest of the staff? Well, it eventually came out. There was a video because it looks like somebody was sitting back against the court. Well, it looks like most of the time the the doctors and nurses would be up there working and the anesthesia is always up at the head of people. And I'm sure sometimes they're like up against a wall kind of or machinery. Oh, wait, the anesthesiologist. The anesthesiologist was up at the head of these patients. And it, and he got caught on video because somebody finally either decided to video or, or maybe people have been saying stuff and it, nothing was able to be proven. But yeah, he's like walking in front of the and their heads are usually turned to the side or whatever and he's walking over there and he's pulling out his penis and he's putting it in their mouths so like he was charged with a few i don't i need to look more into that but that did come what up about that fuck? yeah and i'm pretty sure it was ob because i'm pretty sure these women were having c-sections and having babies and he'd been doing that now i want to say it could have been another country like mexico like you know what I mean? Like something Not like necessarily that. The I US, don't know though. if it was, but I mean, it was another one of those two that I saw on social media. And then I looked a little bit more into it and I was like, holy shit. It's so real. like it was on news st- stations. I was like, he fucking is. He's got charges of all that. Cause what the, f- I'm like, insane. what the fuck, bro? He could have, I mean, think about it. If he would have been sick enough, he could have fucking killed them. Like if they, that's their breed, like, like, you know what I mean? Well, and I maybe it wasn't C-sections because they would be they would be out of it. Like C-sections, you just are numb from the waist down. I feel like it had to have been something else. Maybe it was just surgeries, because they basically they would be like, 
like how the Versed stuff works, right? Like you're, you don't remember, but that. Oh but no, they have, I had one an- yeah. anesthesiologist who was a dick and well, I, I just was mean, awake a lot longer and or I came Versed, out of it a lot sooner. Well, Versed is just the drug where you don't remember, but the doctors are able to tell you things and you'll, you'll do them. And then when you wake up, you don't remember for the most part. That's how Versed works. That's how but, all my procedures But work. if you're, so that way you can breathe without a breathing machine or anything and just have oxygen. So that, anyways, it's basically like he could have like choked one of them. You know what I mean? He could have choked him or something or stopped him from breathing or something. Right. Anyways, oh when you said anesthesiologist, God. I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. There's just so many stories. I went, like I said, I was on. Yeah, the, I've, my book's got like 10 more. I was on like long crime, just kind of going through the stories, right? Because I was just checking up and seeing if there was any other info and just kind of see, oh, because, you know, the Idaho 4 is yes. going on right now and stuff. But every fucking day, I, I need to ask my mom, I'm like, how the fuck? She's not a first responder or anything, but even her job being an executive producer producer over like a network. So it's not like I mean, it's involved in crime, but like she's not like a first. Anyways, the shit, the trials, the cases, the shit that you that I read on there, like every day there's a new one coming out about like how this mom and dad and the aunt tortured this four year old to death. Like the worst fucking stories. Like, right. I don't know if it's just really bad right now because the world is literally purging, right? Like reaping what it sows, like all the evil is coming to light. Like, but it's just story after story. And most of them are about fucking shit with. Did you hear about the dad in Ohio? No, I don't oh think. my <laughs> god listen and the wrongs in this case the steps have been taken to make it right ish are happening kind of um a dad was going through his daughter's phone and realized that she was being groomed oh, by a grown ass yes man. i did hear about this she's an 11 year old girl yeah this was that the, the door he dash, the reported cam. it to his local police yeah she was at sending 6 p.m yeah, photos and yeah, this grown ass man was manipulating a child. And so she, yeah, her she ended up sending, sending naked photos of herself yep. to him. And he found out about he it. He found out about it. He reported it to the police. The police showed up at midnight, six hours after the original report was made. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's he not was a priority like, call, I, he was like, you know, I was kind of hoping he'd show up while she was awake. And, you know, just so you can talk to her, were just blatantly fucking stupid. It was one. Fe- well, it was the female officer, too, which was even worse. who had the audacity to tell this man that his daughter could be charged with creating child porn and sending it, distributing and s- and distributing child it. porn. And, and then, he was like, no. And he sh- went, excuse me. And she goes, she took pictures of herself. Right. And sent him. And he was like. It, like he's like she's what an 11 year old girl being manipulated by and a he grown ass that. he man. goes she's 11 what are you saying and she goes she could be found guilty and charged with sending ch-. and he's like you guys have a good night and ends up going in yeah but it's gone viral now so well apparently this dude has still been trying to make contact with his child so it still hasn't been resolved. No, well, the video just went viral this last week of like the officers, and, and it's on some big platforms. I like bet you some, stuff will start happening. It, it's Hopefully. being investigated. From what I have understood, they have been suspended pending a term an investigation. They are not terminated yet. Oh, the cops. Yeah, yeah. No, they but won't there is get terminated an investigation going that, on. But. Um, whether or not they're going to help the stat or not is a whole other story. 
Well, I'm sure other people will get this dad help, but oh it doesn't God. mean that all the other stuff. I mean, that's a big thing going Could on. Could you right imagine? Now. It's super easy to get a hold of your kids in that. Our kids and are in this world. And that's when you're gonna find world. me over a dead man's body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like no, it's the it, come on, parents. Just like the way you can you use all your excuse. Well, some do. Okay, I'm not coming. I'm not coming for our peeps, but there's people out there that have children that are quote unquote adults that aren't that like. All they want to do is complain about life and how it's so hard and I'm barely able to feed my kids and this is not. And I'm like, you're you are the cause of so many problems. And I know it's just learned behavior, but it's like you need to know what your kids fucking doing. You need to know what they're involved in. They need to be educated. They need to know about scary things like this kind of stuff. Um, if you're going to let them be on social like there's so many people I know that don't even have like a parent thing or a blocker on Google or anything. Now, listen, I did learn that lesson myself having like a five-year-old that would play on phones that didn't have service, mm -hmm. but if they connected to the Wi-Fi, and like maybe it was six or so, but like then you end up able to Google and then you get yourself into places. And like, I didn't even think about it, but I'm just saying I educated myself. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like you need to know if you're allowing them to play like Roblox, there was a whole thing about Roblox where that's a big site and like even like my, my kids, kid plays no, my, my kid kids. plays Fortnite and stuff and it's like yeah i know everybody that he's friends with i i'm See, the one that blocks everybody that tries they are to not allowed to be friends with yeah or talk to people no, on nobody. games or the nothing, internet nothing. that they do not know in yep. real life yep i have to i i go over all that and i go through and check i'm like our kids get older too they might end up being a little bit more secretive because that's just what ends up happening as children but you got to be you got to be nosy in that shit because it's happening a lot. What's crazy is, do you know, so there's like a whole documentary about the cheerleaders from like those cheerleaders from colleges going to competitions, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like mostly about this main, it was up Florida and something. Anyways, it's about these, it's only a documentary about these couple teams. But by the end of like the season finale or whatever, one of the main kids on the team, he was a black kid who was gay who was like the main superstar on the team and stuff like that. End of the show turns out was grooming younger cheerleaders that would come like over years that would come to camps like 11 year olds, 10 year olds, boys. And he got his hands on like these brothers who he was able to groom over years and be messaging them over stuff. And they got or send him pictures to the point where he even met them at a competition once and ended up like cornering one in a bathroom and basically sexually assaulting him. It all, but it all came Dude, out. It's like and that it, guy it, from adventures with purpose. Yeah. I was so pissed when that oh, came out. Oh, I forgot about that. That the oh one my guy, God. yes. And his, and I was, love that program. You want, oh, this is what, this is what pisses me off you guys, or this is what is frustrating about all of it. A lot of this shit is all starting in the homes, all coming from the homes for the most part, right? Like that's where a lot of the trafficking happens. That's where a lot, because even, so I found out that somewhere like um, Jimmy used to work, somebody we know used to work. It doesn't really matter. But anyways, there's a person that, that we found out about that has, is now has like 20 something regular charges about like, child pornography and this this and that and distributing and this this and that right he just got his first federal charge which i don't know what you have to have in order for things to be federally indicted but crossing state lines i'm not even joking when i say that there was like two times that i bought marijuana from him and was like over at his home 
and like he was like I can't I'm just crazy right now <laughs> that I would be picking up and he would have his kids and he's like oh yeah they just got out of the bath and we're eating pizza and stuff and now I hear about all this shit and I'm like what the fuck like what the fuck right it's so hard to know it's so hard to know but that is where it is mostly coming from so I'm a big advocate too on like talk to your kids oh talk to your kids friends I took Atticus on a play date Friday with his friend and I kind of I like to I get nosy right like I want to know conversation are your mom and dad together like I get nosy I'm a nosy person I'm like are your mom and dad together you know who do you live with do you have siblings like I don't know maybe that uh, to me that's normal like you want to know everything about kids will tell you everything you know what I mean? Instead of talking to the parents, really, you talk to the source. But, you know, I found out that, like, it's his, like, his mom has a boyfriend. It's not his dad. He's never met his dad. Anyways, find out that, like, the cops are being called all the time because they're drink, they drink a lot, and he puts his hands on. Anyways, I felt so bad for this kid driving and dropping them off at the jump house. And he's a really sweet kid. But you can tell because he's, he's one of the crazier ones at school. Like, behavioral issue. Like, you can tell. But it's like, well, of course he is. Because his home life is fucking shit, probably. Right. And I, you know, that also makes me just like, and I, but I tell my own kid, I said, if a kid ever came to you, or if one of your friends was ever telling you that there was something really bad happening at home and stuff, I'm like, please don't, like, please come tell me, like, please, yeah, like, please be honest about things, or not even honest, but please talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes things are happening, and the kids only talk to their friends, and they're scared of adults. You know, I like, I don't know, I educate my kid about that stuff because I'm like. Our kids have really good lives and they're fucking, they're, they should be fucking grateful. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like you know that what, they don't though, have to live experience like in such that. A neighbor. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Our kids are but, almost sheltered. Yeah. A, li- a little like, bit. They know sure. about these we things in, because we, in we nicer, tell them about these areas. things. Yeah. But, but you know, certain cases Age appropriately, come out. of course. Yeah. Things start coming out and then you hear stories and you're like, you really don't. You really, mm, you don't know your fucking neighbors. I'm sorry, but you don't. And, and you know, so take that with well, what sometimes you, do, you do. But, well, yeah. I mean, I think it can get to a point where you could end up really knowing. But I just mean your basic neighbors. Yes. Like if you're just like, oh, I've talked to them. I've seen them. Like, I know it's a family of this. Like, other than that, like, you just don't fucking know. No, it's so really crazy. Don't. But yeah, that was, that's a little heartbreaking. Cause I mean, some of us have probably experienced that, right? Like I've been through a childhood of parents fighting and partying Same. and all of that, right? Calling the cops myself. And my par- to me, my I thought it was normal. never dealt with that. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, I think we cut off our really bad habits of drinking and like going out. Cause I think we'd started going back out again a little bit after Atticus was born. Like, but it wasn't too much longer after that. I was like, thank goodness. Because like that used to be our problem right i mean not when we moved down here and stuff we were fine but we used to have a big problem with getting drunk and fighting (laughs) so you know i'm really glad that like it never yeah was never but you know that's how it goes and we just go through changes in life too anyways where i never thought i wouldn't be even a drinker anymore and i don't and it's not like anything against any of it i just was like not my thing anymore. It just, yeah, I might, I don't, I don't end up getting really any type of drunk or to the point. I don't, it never made me, I think I always used to push it that it made me like have a good mood boost, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I think in the long run, I was just like, I don't really get like the high from drinking or like that, you know, happy. And then I get drunk and then I'm hungover for five days. Like, 
<laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really doesn't seem to really do what I thought it did anymore. <laughs> like you know, I think it used to change my personality a lot too. Oh no, for sure. I when I that. was, you were married, having babies, see, and I, I was partying constantly, trying see, to not be myself. And me, I wasn't really a huge drinker at all. No, for sure. Until and more recently, I love how you've been able. Like I said, I always totally forget that there's this whole difference where you were 19. Married, getting well, married. Well, I wasn't married, but, but you were I was with. 19 in a relationship. And then you started having babies a, a, a couple baby. years later. No, I had tested right? at 19. Oh, that's right. Then that's what I meant. Okay, that's what I thought I think I was getting at. And then you married, but it doesn't matter. Like your life was totally different than mine at 19. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah, was on my sure. hardcore rebel at that point. Just moved out of my parents and was Yeah, on. no, for sure. And I didn't talk to my family for like two years. And then, then, but then I just kept going for a long time on that same. Anywho, but. I just, I hear that about other little kids these days. And I'm like, God damn it. We need to all break these generational cycles, which we've been really good at. Facts. We are doing our damnedest to make sure we're doing that for sure. We have smart kids that are beautiful and handsome. And they mostly do what they're told. Amanda's are beautiful. (laughs) I mean, they could be handsome too. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Your kids are real good. I mean, I think it's just because I have the one. You've been able to have, when you have more than one, I think... Sometimes it's easier to be like, none of y'all doing shit until you get shit done. My kid, I'm like, he just takes over. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not how it or goes Or some people all. just say, so it's not so fucking nuts. You're Are you kidding You're able just me? to like tell kids, you know, you're able to have a more on a routine or more on a schedule or like usually if you have more than Do one. Do you know how often I break up the dumbest fucking fights? Well, I don't mean that that doesn't happen. I just mean like. Every day. Usually there's like a bedtime and there's a bedtime routine because usually when you have more than one, it's easier oh. to be routined and scheduled and like they don't run your life you run theirs <laughs> <laughs> that's what for the most part think. this kid has <laughs> i'm pointing at my child because he's in the room has run my life since the day he came the day he was produced not even the day he came out <laughs> like that's funny you know what i mean no right. i'm just a pushover so okay well until uh, next time yeah bye, right, bye.